And the show started. Started. Show. 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 Okay. I like a good, like, slow clap intro to anything, any part of my life. Yeah. And when's the last time? Wait, have you guys ever actually been a part of, like, a slow clap? Uh, yes, yes, like Jared, I have. before a volleyball game or something, you <laughs> yes. guys so get what pumped up in the that, locker room. Not before. What they do that a lot in is if your team is up in volleyball and you're serving, and like maybe you're at a hometown type thing. So like if you're if you're about to win the game, you know it's like game point and your team is serving. They'll do that quite a bit, like right before you're serving, and then they'll stop the clap. That, as that you're would serving. pump me up. Yeah, yeah. What about a slow clap when an airplane is landing? Uh, I would accept I've... a slow clap, not a clap. <laughs> yeah. We used to talk about how stupid it is when people clap when the airplane lands. <laughs> it's so dumb. We're not dead. <laughs> and the pilot can't even hear you. So it's like, who are you clapping for? I did have a very bumpy uh, coming. I, my flight got delayed when I was coming back from Steamboat. And, you know, that there are certain times where you feel like you should clap. But, I. But again, you know, they know what they're doing. I'm not gonna. Pra- I'm not gonna praise them. I don't think they can even hear it if I clapped. Right? That that door should be secure no. enough. If they can, if it's secure enough that they can, you know, uh, apparently stop a terrorist from getting from the back of the plane to the cockpit. Now, I don't think they're gonna be able to hear me. Yeah, you should not be able to hear a light clapping. Yes. Moderate applause from the back of the plane. Yeah. So, Pat, did you want to talk about Super Bowl? Is that if I was gonna say what do you guys up to? You're gonna say Super Bowl, right? Well, yeah, I think that was what everybody was up to on Sunday. Guess what? I didn't even watch it. Move on, you judgmental prick. Is that true? I don't believe that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, I wasn't feeling too good, so I didn't go over to hang out with J-Bone. And then I was I don't have cable here, so I like tried to illegally stream it, and the first site didn't work, and I was like, eh, whatever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just didn't watch it. <laughs> Very Did you watch like, the highlights after? I've seen a few like random ones on Twitter. You know... I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast one time, and I don't know if I brought this up on like a previous year or not, but he said that he always records the Super Bowl, and while the Super Bowl is happening, that's when he goes out and does like all the errands he has to do for the week because like nobody's <laughs> nobody's out. Our so he says he doesn't, he doesn't check his phone, he doesn't do anything, and when the game's over, he gets home and he watches it late at night, just by himself. <laughs> I guess I don't know, maybe with his wife or something. It's, to me, like it's less about the game and more just about the Super Bowl environment. Yeah, that's because it's just any other game. I mean, it's yeah, sure, two good teams, but the Bills are better than both those teams. It's true, and they proved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start off by saying that um, the commercials were really underwhelming this year. 
I wasn't really wowed by any of them. I thought that way for the past few years. Yeah, I again, I always think there's like yeah, two or three that I thought were pretty funny. Um, but they they put so much weight into a commercial, like the Super Bowl commercials. Everybody's expecting everything, and most of the times they don't deliver. I mean, yeah, I, I can think of like two or three that I enjoyed, but again, yeah, not a ton. I feel like there's a lot of like trying to send messages and stuff like that, and when you're trying to make a comedy thing, that's not really what people are typically looking for. Did you guys say companies football? have to be safe? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did we what? I um. So I I know somebody who bet a thousand dollars on the coin toss. Oh my Did god. they win? They won. Okay. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so so I put um the only super bet I made was uh I there was it had really good odds for a score change in the first quarter. Oh, so okay. I put. I put like 70 bucks on that and then I won like $250 cuz there was a score change and I wasn't even watching the game. Chuck Step Mike was... texted me he's like, "Score change." <laughs> it's like 7 to 3. That's like the easiest bet ever. You just have to have one team score after the other one does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, "Okay, cool." I was like, "Field goal and touchdown. I'll bet on that." And then last night um I bet on the first Bulls score or the first player in the Bulls game to score. You just have to guess the right player. So I guess Zach Levine, and there was an odds boost, and I won $200 on a $20 bet on that one. <laughs> so I'm up $400 or something in the past, like, two days. On games you're not watching. Yeah, I don't even know why I, I work. Like, that should be my job. Yeah, it's it's a dangerous game, though. You know, it does it does escalate. I have had friends uh, who have got to the point, I think I might have mentioned this on the show, but got to the point where they were betting on, like, African soccer games. Like, they were... There, there wasn't enough American sports going on. They were <laughs> just betting on. That's too much. But well, yeah, I it mean, slowly gets time, there. Midnight. <laughs> yeah, Tanzania is playing Zimbabwe. So, you got to put some money on it. I guess yeah, the other Tanzania big has been like um, the other big Super Bowl bet that I, this was the first year I ever heard of this. Yeah, I guess a lot of people bet on whether the opening kickoff is going to be a touchback or not. Mm. Oh, and I. I think I heard on a podcast that, like, out of the previous 19 games, it was 17 to two versus 17 times it got taken out, and twice there was a touchback. Oh, weird! Really? Well, think about it. it's the Super Bowl. Yeah, Your yeah. Kick returner is a playmaker. Yeah. Everybody's gonna try and pull a Devin Hester. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a coach. Yeah, that's true. I'd still remember that as one of the greatest sports moments I've ever witnessed live. Devin Hester running that uh, opening kickoff back, and then the Bears still losing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Started off hot, though. Started <laughs> off hot. Tough night. Yeah, tough night. I thought overall, though, um, <clears throat> you know, the game, I think people were expecting a lot more out of it and it ended up being underwhelming as far as the actual game is concerned. Uh, pretty dominating performance by the Bucks. And, you know, impressive with Tom Brady, but I just think people think I thought it was going to be more of a shootout type of game. Yeah, I thought it would have went the other way, too. Like, if I was going to bet, I was going to bet the Chiefs. Yeah. You know what I thought was a crazy stat was the Chiefs had the number one overall um, passing offense. They had, like, the number 17 overall rushing offense, and they still had the NFL's number one overall uh, offense in general. That goes to show how much, yeah. like, passing <laughs> they do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The uh, the last thing with this, I'll uh, the, the the whole fact that they talked about Brady with the seven um, championships, the seven Super Bowl rings, is more than eighteen 
NFL teams combined. It's more he has more rings than any team. Well, well any individual team, but you could also combine eighteen different yeah. NFL teams, and he would have more than that than those eighteen teams combined. Yeah, it's pretty crazy in the history of their of the league. So it is it is pretty insane. Good for Tom Brady. Yeah, he needs a win. It was about time. He yeah. <laughs> Don't double click that iPhone headphone and skip this podcast because we'll be right back with more chub step. Yeah. So I want to I want to bring something up. This is okay. more of a serious thing. So I haven't talked about it on the show or much at all. Um, but in the past uh, few days. I found out I was a father. That's huge news. That's that's huge news, dude. Yeah, it's big news. Um, her name is uh, Mi Hyung. Yeah, me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah, no, she's a fish. She's a fish. Yeah. <laughs> I am a I'm a new fish father. So so, so I. Yeah. You guys remember last week we did the steed science on uh, fish uh, sex because I thought my fish were ex. Yeah. <laughs> One week later, I walked in the door today. I was like, is that a small guppy that I didn't know I had? And I was like, oh, my God, it's baby fish. So I have three um, baby fish swimming around my tank. Crazy. There's some and, uh, fish fucking I, going on in that tank. I knew it. I, I knew it. And I can't see them right now, and I'm getting really nervous. The other fish ate them, but I I thought there would be more than three. Three seems low. Three does seem weirdly low, but I, yeah. So you got three there, Steed, and so but they can't get pregnant. If you saw that last week, there's no way they can get pregnant and have a baby in a week. Like what's what's the pregnancy time of, of I, a fish? Dude, I, I I clearly I did not do a good job in Steed science as per usual. Um, because (laughs) I have no idea. Um, all I know is I walked in, I didn't see any eggs or anything. I didn't see any like live birthing. Maybe it's a live birth situation. The fish swim out of the other fish. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I have no idea. Uh, but I got three little guys. They're like the size of a grain of rice right now, just swimming around. And is the problem that they do get eaten a lot of times, or they get sucked up into the filter sometimes? Um, so they're probably smart enough to not go near the filter. The the other fish, tetras in there that might eat them if they were smaller, but they're like kind of big enough where they probably won't get eaten. Okay. But I'm I'm very excited. That's awesome. Well, congrats, man. Thank you. And one one's name is Mi Hyung. Okay. I just so- I named her. Where, After the, my long last you... Korean chat. Okay, so it's a Korean. That's name. a popular Korean name. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what my children are named over there. Oh, you're. you're oh, I am a father. Yeah, I'm also a father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Korean. One, <laughs> Korean of army, one of your army babies. Yeah, but I named a fish after them, so it's all good. That's awesome. Congrats, Steve. Um, and thank you. And if you guys aren't listening, hear any jingling i'm drinking a margarita with a big ice cube in it out of a pimp cup oh that's good i got this at the dollar store guess how much it was a dollar it was one (laughs) dollar wow it's pretty sick it's like a goblet (laughs) yeah (laughs) bird up 
you guys get the crazy amount of telemarketers. I feel like it's gone crazy in the last like two years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel like there seems to be no repercussion for telemarketing. You know, it seems like you can just go ahead and do it and they people just hang up on you right away. But you usually know what they're talking about, right? Like I know that everybody knows about the extended warranty thing, right? They get in long enough to say, we're calling about your car's extended warranty. Yeah, I, I get like voicemails. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they get voicemails. So I want to start calling number random numbers and just doing, I'm going to talk about your subscription to Chubstep. And if I get a long, enough of that out there, oh. <laughs> people are going to start hearing more about Chubstep. And then they're going to be curious. Like, I know my car doesn't have a warranty because it's 10 years old. And I just know that's, you know, these when these call, people are calling me about RBS. But if people don't know what Chubstep is and I call them for just a random yeah. number, they might be curious and look into it. So um, you don't have to do this, Jay. You can pay people like $1,000 and they'll make like 250 folks. How do you know that they're actually something. making those calls, though? You don't. But I was like, there was a Facebook ad. It was like thousand bucks, or it might have been two hundred fifty dollars for a thousand calls or something. So you can get the word out, like the scammers. You have the scammers do the chubstep scamming. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm gonna put cheese near my feet. They're all gonna run down there, and for one minute, I'm gonna squirm, squirm like a. You know what? I can't say it. But after a minute, I let them out to eat the cheese. I'm gone. Thousand bucks in my pocket. Okay. Even it, though we're not really scamming. No, it's not a scam because they like the result. Um, so it's not a scam if you like what you end up getting. Like maybe, yeah. maybe I would like an extended warranty for my car. Like maybe it's actually a good deal, and I just haven't looked into it. That's an option. Yeah, I already have an extended warranty on my car. Yeah. So when I get those calls, I'm like, you don't know me. Yeah, I I already got that. Yeah, because no, I'm gonna fair. break my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. I did have an issue with one more thing here. Uh that I didn't that I forgot to talk about uh when my steamboat trip. There was a place that we went into dinner. This was a Saturday night and we showed up at 7 about 7:05-7:10 to a barbecue restaurant and they said they were closed for the night. Yeah, that happened to me in rural Arkansas. Rural Arkansas. Yeah. And I, I was pissed. Had to go to Long John Silver's. Yeah, I, I'm I'm confused what time, like, I feel like Saturday night is a fairly popular night to maybe for people to go out to dinner. They were yeah. in, Steamboat has a lot more people there during the winter when people are there snowboarding and skiing. So, you know, and then you're talking about restaurants. That's your money-making time. Yeah, that's your money-making time. It seems weird to close. They said they closed at 7. Their dinner time was whatever <laughs> until 7. And, like... I'm somebody that always, I know there are a lot of people that eat. Pat, when do you normally eat dinner? You probably eat early, right? You just seem like that. No, what, wait, what makes you think I'm an eat early if, person? If I were to guess, if I were to guess. I just, had, I just had my dinner like literally 10 minutes before we started <laughs> okay, this podcast. Okay, okay. Well, See, I haven't even eaten yet. I'm eating after Chubb stuff. You, Pat, I feel like people that wake up, you seem like somebody that wakes up early. So people, a lot of times that wake up early, eat dinner earlier. Not since work from home, man. No, there you go. There you go. So, yeah, I almost never eat dinner before even almost 8 o'clock. Like, I would say my typical time is probably like 8, 8.30. And it oftentimes can be way later than that. And so to have a place closed at 7 just seems pretty dumb because they're not thinking about me. But I feel like 
just a bad business plan in general. This is a chain place, which I found was weird. It was Moe's Barbecue and Steamboat. Oh, a chain? That's even weirder. Yes. You think that it I rules. Get... Like, you got to stay open. Yeah. I totally, I totally get that, especially for a chain, though. Um, because just like during the pandemic, I've noticed like places closed down early, and it's just like I don't get yeah. it. Like you know, there's takeout. It's Friday night. It's nine o'clock. I'm here to get like a slice of pizza, yeah. and you guys are saying that you're done. Yeah, I'm it's just like, gonna get like a couple things of scrimp and move on. You know, get a get a bobby. Get a couple, yeah, yeah, a couple of scrimps from Long John Silver's, and then move on. Put them up there. So wait, wait, where's this? place that this is in steamboat springs in colorado okay yeah i did not i did not know where steamboat was that's fair that's fair uh yeah, what there's one on the river near me yeah there's one yeah <laughs> um uh, <laughs> just went to the river <laughs> yeah all right what's something else you guys want to get to really small today's national pizza day oh pizza no, oh i had pizza today what what kind did you have pepperoni and sausage one slice of each is wild. Is it, have we ever talked about favorite types of pizza? I don't know. I don't think we have. No. We talk about pizza a lot, too. I yeah. feel like that's weird. It was free pizza! Free fucking pizza! Yeah, mainly just eating it, but... Yeah, it does happen never a lot eating it. how it's made. So you're wondering what are our favorite types of pizza here, Pat? Sure, go ahead. Is that what your question was? Yes. Uh, my favorite, if I had... I like, obviously, deep dish is one thing, but if we're talking like a standard type of pizza. True, um, true. I prefer, and this is going back to my Chuck E. Cheese days uh, when I first had this at Chuck E. Cheese, um, which was, I like, if I, had to, if I had to put like three toppings on it, I would like bacon, mushroom, and onion. That would be my favorite three now Whoa. now it's Whoa. a weird combination that almost never comes up when people order big things of pizza but that's like my ideal three combo thing but typically i get whatever's the craziest option on a pizza um which sometimes backfires but usually is good the bacon I, mushroom combo is good i actually hate mushrooms on pizza okay whoa we have to respect others opinions yeah, expect respect my opinion um but hey, hey, hey. what's what's your favorite pet Sausage. Classic. That is classic. <laughs> like, Jared comes out with three topics <laughs> in my head. <laughs> Fuck, man. I have had onion on pizza, though. I, I do like that. That's good. But uh, sausage and, like, it's it's good when they, like, cook cook it with jardinero, but I like putting the jard on top of it. Mm. Oh, very Chicago. Like, oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That is super Chicago. Yeah. The really the really hot stuff. Um I did yeah. get some uh did we talk about the sauces I got for Christmas? No. No? Okay. I have a ghost pepper sauce and a XX extra hot pepper sauce. And so I've been That's trying too hot it. for me. I've been trying it on pizza. Oh, it's actually really good. But what do you put like a drop on or more than that? So I've overdone it a couple of times. It's more than a few drops. Um, I like to spread it along the whole thing, but um, it's tough to tell. Like it because that stuff usually doesn't really kick in until like you're done eating it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You swallow and you yeah, sit that's down a dangerous like, thing. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I you know I keep that gallon of milk in the fridge and then when it hits, it hits, and you just you know you pray <laughs> it goes quick. 
So, um, does anybody like anchovies on pizza? Never no. had it. I've never done it because I would like, of all the things that I would ever want to put on there, I would never choose to have anchovies. Even if it tasted good, I just feel like that's never what I would want to choose to fill me up. Yeah. But, you know, working for an IT company, we have yeah. a bunch of people with, you know, different minds and stuff. So <laughs> at work, I've, we've had anchovy pizza. Oh, my God. And so I have tried it before. It's not horrible. Yeah. It's not horrible. I would never order it on my own, though. Yeah, it's like to get to get a big pizza. Like, think of it. Like, enough people would have to like it to and to prefer that, which is just crazy yeah. to me. I feel like that's Could you something... imagine like a, a anchovy and mushroom pizza. Oh my god, that would be disgusting. I think if I had to guess another thing that millennials are going to kill, it's going to be anchovy pizza. Anchovy. I feel like we killed that. Are we millennials? Yeah. Well, we killed it already. It's done. I think we're technically yeah. millennials. I, I just feel like growing up... And oh, sorry, keep going. Sorry. The sorry. shitty TikTok people are not millennials. They're no, something else. that's something else. That's the TikTok that generation. Like Gen Z or something? Yeah. Or what, millennial yeah. Gen Z. I, I have was, no fucking... You know what's sad? I took a class in college that specifically went over the different communication by generation, so I should know this, but I don't. And if you're offended by it, you're a freaking snowflake. <laughs> You know what? You paid for that class. You probably got an A. And classic, good, classic good com, com yeah. classes. Like the time we had to review the Katy Perry music video. I, I was just thinking oh, about this. I was in a, I was in a class with Pat. Pat, I was just thinking about that because I was watching a TV show and that song came on, and I was like, I had to do a whole stupid paper about like three page Katy Perry paper. last Friday night. That song. Yeah, that's why I refuse to go to. <laughs> Right through. <laughs> yeah, I here's but I, here's what I was getting back at with with the food thing. There was two foods growing up that I was like, oh, that's such an adult food. I can't. I don't want to be an adult because I'm gonna have to eat food like that. One was anchovies on pizza, and the other one was liver and onions. It turns out those just basically don't exist in the real world. But in cartoons and stuff growing up, that was all over the place. Or things like I don't know. I just feel like that was. I heard about those things all the time, and then just I've in my real life scenario, I've never come across it. I have not been forced upon the liver and onions thing, but I guess they used to make that on one side of my family. Yeah. And uh, when I was when I was hearing that story, I'm like, why? Yeah. Like it, it must <laughs> like it must be good, I guess, if like a whole family's <laughs> eating it. But like I, that's something I would never think to get. No, and and that's the thing. There's yeah. just enough other good things. Why would you order that? I don't need to eat well, more again. Wouldn't the like adult thing to have? Wouldn't like it be like caviar? Yeah, that was fancy adult things. I was talking about like middle class, uh, you know, things that I thought I was going to have to eat when I was older. We killed liver and onions. Yeah, and I'm happy about it. <laughs> oh wait, did you say your favorite pizza? Message. Oh, my favorite pizza is um, I w- so I when I would order from Domino's, I would get two medium, two topping pan pizzas for five ninety nine each. And I would get uh, one, which was mushrooms and feta cheese, which was an outstanding combo. And okay. the other one was bacon and pepperoni. Okay. Like Mamma mia. Jared, one heavy, real, one light. Yeah. Real quick, rank Domino's, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, and Little Caesars you know in what? order. I, I, the thing is, actually, Pat, what I really want to do, and maybe this would be good to do as a group, I want to 
order just a plain cheese pizza from each of those places. Because I was, I have in my mind what I think the ranking is, but I've never sat down and actually had them all side by side. That's a very good point. Because I'm really biased. I'm putting Domino's last. I'm putting Domino's last. No, dude, Papa is dead last. We just just ordered Domino's with my friends, and it was fucking horrible okay i like the well, blind did you get the pan pizzas you got to get the pan pizza from domino's or else it's not worth it no they're pan pizzas yeah i what i would say is i just want the normal one from each like just the basic cheese medium pizza and then just we'll do like a blind like we did this with uh you know i did this in in college with ginger ales right and what we found out yeah. what our favorite was was seagram's and this was like you know four different people tried it we had somebody else that that poured it all the stuff. We just had a blank cup. We were just drinking it. And it was pretty unanimous. Yeah. And Seagram's was people's favorite ginger ale. And what people's least favorite one was. I actually did a was, pizza one. You did do a pizza one. Okay. I did a pizza one. I, well, it was two frozen pizzas, Jack's versus Tombstone. Okay. And we wanted to find out if the $2 pizza yeah. was uh, worth buying over the whatever, $4 pizza. Yeah. And I was against it. Or it was something with an R or something. But I identified the proper pizza and said I like that one better. Nobody else did. They like Jack's better. Okay. So there was some It was shocking to me. Shocking. Okay. Shocking. There you go. Shocking. You, it, it's insane. So your mind, you think that's bottom. I would think like Pizza Hut is my least favorite. But again, I would I would need to try. I, I want to do Do you think a, Pizza Hut is your least? You're about to be surprised. That, pizza well, Hut's yeah. good as F. It's good, dude. So the only time I ever got food poisoning was from a Pizza Hut, yeah. but um, their pizza is not awful to me. I, I just I, I I think we should do the taste test. It would be pretty yeah. fucking funny if I picked Domino's as number one. Yeah, I just <laughs> had it. I, I think it would be. <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah, we could uh, we should plan that in the next uh, month or so. Okay, we'll that's a good come idea. down to the city. Sounds good. I like that idea. I wanted to do a little uh, Billy Bob Thornton movie. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, it's like this. You can say three but not four. It's funny funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino. So, uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five, and shrunk him down for the f- movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God damn it. I mean, seriously, what are he's you doing? Dwarf. Of course he's that f- short. That's. What kind of question is that? Am I on f- acid? So from 2012, this is a movie that was directed by, written by, and co-starring Billy Bob Thornton. I'm talking about... Uh, This one's going to be top tier. 2012's Jane Manfield's Car. He didn't write the soundtrack, did he? It's going to be bottom tier. There's not really a a soundtrack to speak of that that stood out to me. Um, Yeah, there was just, it was just basic, you know, kind of thing. This movie is starring Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall has been in an insane amount of movies with Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, they've you know been in a ton of stuff together. Kevin Bacon is in this. Kevin Bacon actually plays Billy Bob Thornton, uh, Billy Bob Thornton's brother, where their dad is Robert Duvall. 
Then there is uh, Ron White from the Kings of or not not what's uh what's it Ron White from? That's uh blue collar comedy. Oh <laughs> yeah, that Ron White is in this. Good, and good. <laughs> he is Ron White is actually probably the funniest part of this of this movie. He's basically here's the storyline of this of this movie. Basically, some lady this lady dies. She had had two families. She had had one family in Alabama, and then she kind of left her husband and moved to England with a different guy. Then she dies and decides she wants to be buried back in Alabama. So now there's like these two families come together. She basically started a whole new family in England. The guy in Alabama had not seen her. The guy in Alabama is obviously uh, Robert Duvall. She comes, basically her body gets flown back to have this funeral. And so basically her two families get to meet together. And it's, it's the concept of this movie. And... It is, it's an interesting movie. There's a lot of basically little like side story, side character things going on. There is a very odd moment where <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton, there's a, so obviously I was like British, it's basically his British like stepsister in a way. I don't know how, it's not really clear. Uh, I, I don't know if they're actually her kids or not, but it's again, it's, it's not, some of the stuff was not overly clear. So let's assume it wasn't a stepsister or maybe it's more funny if it was, but he basically starts a relationship with her and he asks her to talk in a British accent while he masturbates to her, um, like saying things in a British accent in a room. And so you're watching the scene happen while Billy Bob Thornton is making the most over the top, uh, face while he's doing this. And I'm going to post that on the, on the Chub Step Instagram. Because it is while he's masturbating. While he's masturbating to this British girl, just say a thing, a bunch of things in in a British accent. Can she see him? Oh yeah, he asked her to do that. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I didn't know if he was like behind a curtain, and he's like, "Hey, can you say some no, uh, British no, no, no. stuff?" She, yeah, he's just sitting on a couch watching her. Yeah, and and so he asked her to do it, and like, yeah, she agrees to it, and then that happens. It's a little bit. Uh, <laughs> It's just, there's some weird stuff in this movie, but the funniest part definitely is Ron White. And he has these conversations with this British guy that comes in, obviously from England, like one of her sons or something. And he just keeps talking about how he was this former football player. And the guy just hates him, but he just keeps annoying, Ron White just keeps annoying him. The movie is just a little bit, um, it's a little bit all over the place and it's, it's good, but it's just not, it's not all there for me. Um, Wasn't, there's definitely, it's, a lot of it is taking a look at, PTSD and stuff like that. Like a lot of these guys are ex-war guys. So this is like 20 years after World War II. And you can kind of see a lot of um, kind of how they're dealing with that even 20 years later. So it kind of pulls into that side of thing. So it tries to get kind of deep. It has some funny parts. So it has a lot of the ingredients there. But it just, I for some reason, I just didn't love it. It's middle tier for me though. Middle tier Billy Bob Thornton movie review. Jane Manfield's car, 2012. Fair, fair review. Fair review. Fair review. Yeah. Well yeah. Steve, what was it you were going to do? <coughs> I did realize I cut you off twice. That's okay, because this is a perfect time. This is when it should have gone in. Okay. If we had better show planning, it would come in now. Well, we did. It's, it, we just, it was so natural for us. Yeah, it's perfect. You, yeah. I mean, like, Chubstep can't be stopped. Exactly. Anyway, I received a Chubstep message from Chubstep Greg, the been on the show. He messaged me about the movie Mystery Men that you reviewed a few weeks ago. Well, I didn't review it, but I talked about it. Yeah, you talked about it. Yeah, because Billy Bob Thornton's not in. Billy Bob Thornton is not in Mystery. 
now I'm confused. I don't even know if I was on that episode then. Okay. <laughs> or I was drinking. Yeah, that's all, all very Either possible. way. Oh, God. I've had like a whole bottle of wine. We were talking about Mystery Men. He said, did you know that the, mis- the Mystery Men were in the Smash Mouth All-Star music video? So I looked up, I just watched the whole music video, yeah. and it's literally like scenes, I'm pretty sure it's scenes from Mystery Men, and then they just add the Smash Mouth guys into it. So what it looks like to me, yeah, because I I'm, I know what you're talking about here, and it, it these are, I mean, like he's sitting at, at dinner with, you know, like he's eating at like a, at a break at a you know barbecue thing with a bunch of the people from Mystery Men. Like Ben Stiller is there. It's like a bunch of the characters, and yeah, and there's like a limo scene, and they're like in the limo, and I'm like, okay. Now what that's t- when I was like, this is not the music video. And I had seen this music video a bunch of times, and I never made that connection. What I will say is that a lot of times they used to do this a lot, and they don't do this for movies as much now. It doesn't seem like. But you used to create a lot of songs for the movie, like for the movie soundtrack. Yeah. And then they would make the music video. Like, I think if you watch, um, what's the big seal song? I think Kiss from a Rose. If you watch um, Shrek, yes. I'm a Believer, I'm be- Smash Mouth. Yeah, exactly. Or, or you watch, um, I think Kiss from a Rose from Seal has a bunch of scenes from like Batman Forever, Batman Begins, one of those ones. Because it was just really? like a song for that. There's a lot of that kind of stuff where like they made it for the movie and then so then they just use a bunch of scenes from the movie in their music video. But then the song ends up being way bigger than the movie ever was or things like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then like a lot more people have like listened to the, the song All-Star. and then watched and watch Mystery Men. Um, but they're kind of doing a little a joint thing together. Uh, it does make me want to, again, I had this idea of becoming the mystery man for Halloween and having almost nobody know the reference. So yeah, that makes me want to do that. People might be like, are you in that smash mouth video? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to bring up the point is smash mouth, the best band in the history of music. <laughs> they played rich fest a couple of years ago. Do you know what rich fest is? It's probably huge. No, it's like a carnival in a small town. <laughs> What? Are you kidding me? Smash Mouth is big. No, I'm way. not kidding you. People were people. People actually went to go see it. Where they would not. I go would to have one hundred percent. You would not go, go to this like you would not go to like this carnival unless you either one had kids or two you were a kid. And people went because Smash Mouth was headlining on Saturday <laughs> night. Exactly. They still have poll. They could probably play Lollapalooza headline. That's and I'm I'm standing by that. That I that, can no. I, it'd be funny I, if they were at Lala because that's such a huge crowd. <laughs> like a lot of people would be pumped to hear like All Star. They would be like, like "Yeah, All Star, I'm a believer." I bet more people can sing a Smash Mouth song from beginning to end than they can sing for any other band. I can. <laughs> they were they were one of those and bands that means they're the best that was played so much that I got kind of sick of them. Um, the in my in my thought, the only one song that really holds up well is "Walking on the Sun." I think is a pretty solid song. Uh, I was gonna say that that's like the track. that's like the only other song I know by them that's not in like the movie Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had one of their albums when I was like you know eight yeah. or ten, so I listened to it, but I'd only listened to the three songs. 
So this is a song. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it seems like people didn't do a lot of deep diving on uh, Smash Mouth, and maybe there's a reason for that. But yeah, I don't think anybody. It could get better. It could get worse. I'm just gonna leave it better in my memory. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, they are the best band in the history of all time. Yeah. To answer your question, yeah, Steph. I'm gonna be really pissed off if "Kiss from a Rose" is stuck in my head all night because it is ever since you brought it up. <laughs> Kiss from a rose and a Yeah, I don't actually know how the song goes, so I can't get it stuck <laughs> in my head. You're pretty close. I want to do a quick Tanzania news to wrap this up. Then the infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay. I was looking at a Tanzania news, um, but I didn't get enough info. This was actually uh, sent to me by a listener. Thank you for doing that. Oh. Um, oh. So, and this is from actually a bunch of different articles of posting. Washington Post, Post, CNN, a bunch of different things. The president basically said, do not listen to the news. Don't take your vaccines. So then <laughs> he said he said the vaccines are bad, basically, you know, that it's all BS to not take the vaccines. So the uh, World Health Organization is basically saying, hey, don't listen to your president. Listen to us. They're, the, the vaccine is good. Um, you know, a lot of the neighboring countries were saying there's been an issue with people traveling from Tanzania to like Kenya or different places and then them being, you know, COVID positive. So basically they're, they're fighting with this whole vaccine thing. And not shockingly, Michael Fuller, who did say to pray away the disease, is not for a scientific cure for it. Yeah. Um, you can actually get fined $2,000 now for posting anything online going against the government's uh, stance on COVID. In, in Tanzania? In Tanzania, yeah. Yeah. You know what? In <laughs> and we've talked about, you know, that kind of stuff is scary because and obviously there's stuff that's happened recently in the U.S. where people have been, you know, where there's been things where you can't post certain things. Otherwise, they'll shut down your account. I don't agree with <laughs> with with any, you know, with like any of this stuff, really any of the time. That's why I don't even like really use Twitter, things like that. But I think it is very a slippery slope. I don't use that term almost ever, but I think that is it does definitely go down to slippery slope when you start, you know, <clears throat> posting fines or not allowing things for people you disagree with. Obviously, this is Magafuli not dis- not agreeing that you should wear, you know, use a vaccine, so he wants to restrict that. But you know, I think it's a dangerous thing at any time to to do that. Um, yeah, I will say the whole vaccine thing. Uh, I'm for vaccine. <laughs> I mean, it's like I saw somebody post something the other day. It was a good point. It was like, how many people have died from the vaccine? And the answer is zero. How many people have died from COVID? And it's been quite a few people. So I think your risks of dying from, you know, people are worried about because it's a newer type of vaccine. that's not as, you know, clinically tested, that kind of thing. My thought is that if if it's big enough that it's going worldwide, type, you know, it's not going to be dangerous because there would be an insane amount of lawsuits, things like that. If it were something that had ended up having medical. Yeah. We, I mean, people. we could sue them big time. Yeah. They, they would be 
seriously in trouble if, if it were something that were causing worse symptoms than COVID. Like <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the Tanzania news that I was looking at, this is a, it, there was a mystery illness in Tanzania. Oh, people coughing up blood. I saw uh, that 50, as well. Yeah. So 15 people died, 50 hospitalized. Uh, they were vomiting blood. Um, so it's, they have like, not a lot of info, just mystery illness with people puking up blood. Yeah. So the chief, um, the local chief medical officer yeah. was like investigating it. They sent like experts out to like look at the patients, try and find it out. And she like did an interview and she's like, um, it's not widespread. It's just in one ward, uh, whatever. She said they had like liver disease and stuff. So she's like, don't drink illicit brew smoke cigarettes and like don't drink anything yeah um so pretty reasonable doctor stuff right yeah uh tanzania's health minister minister uh then suspended that doctor after she did the interview <laughs> <laughs> she suspended her without pay ordered uh an yeah. investigation and then she has to report to the medical council within 10 days. I feel like they should start <laughs> using you to do these. She talked about people <laughs> being sick. Steed, if they started having you to do Steed investigations, that'd be perfect because you would be very easily swayed. You could just do whatever they wanted you to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would be the lead, a very good lead investigator. Yeah. <laughs> Steed investigations, <laughs> not biased, but totally 100% biased towards whatever <laughs> they were. They 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 would I would be like just make a website and I will go on that website use it as my source and that yep. will be my investigation finding exactly the one exactly. Tanzanian government website yeah <laughs> exactly exactly um, <clears throat> okay well we can wrap up the show there I just uh, miss you guys yeah ah uh, I, I need to the- feel your guys's pizza in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Email email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. That's somebody, a scam caller. Yeah, the scam. A telemarketer was calling me while this episode was going on. It's a perfect example of what we're talking about. Oh my God. Um, Email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. New episodes every Thursday, and the show's ended. Rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.